I built, I, I first do the story. Mm. I know visual concept where I want to go. I often work in groups, so I'm very rarely I work, I work really alone. And then I start to make it. And sometimes I have a great idea in my head how it should be. And then it's something different that maybe it's even better. Because mm -hmm. I, I try to follow also material and puppets. And sometimes on the way of creating a puppet, just something wonderful happens. Today I'm talking to Tia Kopsel. She's a puppeteer and a creative director of a wonderful puppet theater. Ah, uh -huh. okay. Now you are loud and clear. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. But it's so lovely to meet you here on Zoom. Yeah, you too. And I see your lovely, is it the puppets in the background there? Yeah, I have a company. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and this is why I wanted to talk to you. I want to hear your story about how you got uh, started in puppetry. What was the interest for you? Yeah, it happened um, naturally. Yeah. Um, naturally in the way that um, I didn't notice. And also, um, my parents are workers, so I'm not coming from culture uh, family. Yeah. And I'm actually the only one in our family that is uh, in the art uh, really? or the culture or, or university also. Really? Um, That's interesting. Yeah. And, um, but I think that my father made it possible because he always explained the world very, um, fantastic or with the fantasy. For example, yeah. why I'm hungry or why I need to eat is because, um, people in my stomach, they need to work. And, oh, okay. so, and when they uh, don't have anything to work, they are angry. And that's why I'm hungry because they are protesting. Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's also a bit, uh, I think, socialistic uh, a worker oh. uh, mentality. <laughs> but it made my uh, imaginary very active. Like, oh wow, I have a society wow. in my body. Wow, your your dad must actually be very artistic to have that imagination, you know, and to tell yeah. these stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. But where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Slovenia. Yeah. Um, in the little town. I studied then on the Academy of Theater in Ljubljana. Mm -hmm. uh, I studied dramaturgy. Okay. Um, but in school, when you were in school, how was, how was you, uh, or how were you as a little girl? Were you already then sort of uh, doing little things, you know, like that? Playing with puppets and and or, or making theater or things like that. No, I was really? I was I was reading a lot. I was okay. very shy. Mm -hmm. um, I remember that my pup uh, my my puppet my father once yeah. made a marionette for mm -hmm. me out of one toy, and I was totally devastated. And oh. he was really not happy. With all these strings and what, what can I do? Really didn't understand. So yeah. he, he needed to put it away so I could have oh, my yeah. toy back. Yeah. And I was very 
sport, not very sporty, but more sport in the sport. I was uh, training karate. Ah, okay. And then suddenly, I think it came from reading a lot of books. Uh, I wanted to write stories. And then I figured out that the dramaturgy exists. And this was as close as I could get in my teenager's uh, time yeah. uh, to my profession. And I said, yeah, yeah, that fits to my imagination. And then in the first year of the study, I figured out that actually that I like puppetry. Okay. And then I did a lot of assistance in the puppet theater Ljubljana. Mm. I entered some private, uh, very good group for puppet animation. And I was studying puppet animation for two years there, but it's studying. This is private evening uh, school, like oh, next, okay. next to the, next to the Academy of Theater. Yeah. But now, first, uh, before you carry on, what was it about the puppets that you, that attracted you? Because if you said you liked mm -hmm. stories and story writing, I would assume you would go into the theater, you know, like, like normal theater, would you say? But why the puppets? What intrigued you with the puppets? I think uh, the way I can tell the stories. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's totally different. What uh, also what puppets can do and you cannot do with the uh, human beings um, or actors or yeah, it's just impossible to change the head or to open the stomach and run yeah. uh, around with the open stomach or maybe mm -hmm. somebody comes out of the stomach. Um, yeah, I was also yeah. I think think the, uh, these things are very. Um, interesting for me and yeah just everything has another meaning like violence death birth um, also breeding it's much more important in puppetry than in acting <laughs> oh really yeah because mm -hmm. the um, breeding it's a start of the puppet it's mm -hmm. like birth or something yeah, metaphorically we can yeah. call it birth Mm. Um, and yeah, all these details and yeah, okay. yeah. But then you you uh, you said that okay. So after hours, you studied at this theater. Yeah, carry on with that. Yeah, yeah. Then I uh, yeah, I did a lot of informal site mm. workshops. Um. Because uh, like in Austria, also in Slovenia, there is no puppet uh, academy or puppet study. Yeah. So you need to either go to Hungary, uh, Croatia or Czech. Um, and uh, I, I was in Czech, in Prague, in Damu as an Erasmus student before the, my uh, diploma. Mm. And this was very nice for me. This was really like uh, opening my mind. Okay. Yeah, still, I, I was studying at the Academy of Theatre, and this is classical drama theatre study. Uh, so the teachers couldn't really help me with my puppetry dreams or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. So they, they were very supporting. I made all the seminars and all and diploma also in the uh, puppetry uh, 
puppet theater. But in Prague, they really got so much input, so much motivation that I, when I came back, I just started with my own theater. Oh, I see. Yeah. But when you're studying, because they, they are, uh, as I see now with uh, the interviews that I've done with puppeteers, there are so many different types of puppets also. So you cannot just say puppet and it's, but there are marionettes, there are hand puppets, there are these moving puppets with moving parts. So uh, do you do different puppets or do, do you have one specific style of puppetry that you do or puppets that you make? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Definitely I don't do marionettes yeah. because that's from the childhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> childhood trauma. <laughs> or it was very clear from the beginning. <laughs> no strings. <laughs> But I combine a lot. I do hand puppets, um, puppetry. I do uh, tabletop. Uh, I do also masks, like these huge puppets, masks. yeah, I don't do Yavaika, so the puppets on sticks. I do puppets on sticks, but I, yeah. I just I turn it around. <laughs> so oh, it should be it should be like this, I but see. I did it, it like, like this. that. Yeah. But this is also a, like a Sicilian style of marionettes. Mm-hmm. They have uh, so I'm in my education, I tried to do everything. I tried mm-hmm. quite everything, also object. Theater, shadow theater, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm 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 combining for what my story needs. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not this kind of um, puppeteer that it that it has a style. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of one way. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because I'm doing my own puppets, and I always want to research. Uh, in which way it will now lead me to to discover oh, the yeah. new world and the new technolo- technology it's, uh, technology mm. it's the new world also mm. yeah. but do you uh, when you make your puppets are you sort of um doing your own thing do you i know you studied and and making the puppets but is there some times where you think you experiment and you try something new something different the way you think it should work yeah i do this and mm-hmm. then i'm always i always need to go back to basics really <laughs> I, always, I always try something new it's this kind of horrible uh, art mind when you need want to be creative but somehow i i then i go always back to the basics because the, the puppet needs the skeleton yeah which is uh which is nice that it's the basics because then it works. Then the puppet can walk, can hug, can touch the head. Um, and when you experiment, of course, it's very nice. Then 10% of this experiment I use and 90% needs to go to. This. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it's nice because then you maybe, um, I find always these, um, detailed things. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just the move, movement of the 
hand, maybe the head moves a little bit different. And this is for me very important in puppetry, these details that make a personality also, this kind of... Yeah. yeah. Now, when you make the story, and like you talked about the birth of the puppet, so do you have then in your mind the character already, or what comes first, the character, you know, that you have the character in mind, and then you build the say the um the visual the body or do you build something and then develop the character from there i built i, I first do the story mm. i know visual concept where i want to go i often work in groups so i'm very rarely i work i work really alone and then I start to make it. And sometimes I have a great idea in my head how it should be. And then it's something different that maybe it's even better. Because mm-hmm. I, I try to follow also material and puppets. And sometimes on the way of creating a puppet, just something wonderful happens. And as I'm independent puppeteer so i do not work for institutions i do not command a workshop puppet workshop that should do a puppet so i can change my mind and this is my oh, lu- yeah. luxus luxus jury mm. mm. yeah, <laughs> that, like, <laughs> that you can do it yeah. Uh, 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 uh. yeah but um so when you also when you make the puppets uh, is uh, do you get inspired by people or uh, you say you you have the story in your mind, but certain characteristics from people. Do you use that? Do you find? Do you watch people to see certain characteristics to put in your puppets? Yeah, I think I, I do. Uh, not intentionally, because um, for I think that the events or the person needs to emotionally touch me and then I just create uh, a story around like uh, uh, this um, this little puppet oh, yeah he I made him in during corona time yeah um, more or less accidentally because I had a lot of time I didn't plan yeah. and then my friends they said he looks exactly like my grandfather oh, and then okay. I Maybe I subconsciously just yeah. made create something that I missed yeah. most or I couldn't uh, get in contact in this time. And then I create the whole trilogy around this puppet and he has a character of my grandfather. Then I just decide that he will look a little bit like my grandfather and he will behave. And, well, um, okay. <laughs> but now how how does he behave when you when you um bring him to life now when you when you move the parts uh, when i move the uh, he has his own language yeah so he's like shabalabu shabalabe shabe yeah yeah so yeah oh, that is so cute <laughs> but yeah, and show me the other puppets there behind you. I would yeah. introduce your puppets. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, this oh, well, uh, she's Mona. 
And yeah. she's not made by me. She's made by uh, our costume designer and scenographist, Katarina Zaller. Just what is what is inside is made by me and my colleague, Jure Arnold. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's part of uh, Puppet Cabaret. Mm-hmm. She lives in the elderly home um, in Slovenia, but she come to Slovenia as a Erasmus exchange, Erasmus senior exchange, because ah, she's okay. from Vienna, actually. Oh, I see. Her name okay. is Mona. She has mm-hmm. a lot of, um, wait, now it's a little bit difficult. She has a lot of uh, women uh, stereotype uh, contributes. Yeah. So she, hello. <laughs> so she has these boobies. She's uh, a pole dancer. Uh, yeah. Okay. And she likes to kiss also. <laughs> and this is part of uh, um, a bigger group. We have five or six puppets, and then we perform a puppet cabaret. Oh, okay. So old people doing uh, cabaret. Cabaret. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the dog is a, is it a mask? You said. Yeah, the dog is. Uh, it's a part of a huge, oh, a huge oh, uh, yeah. costume. So yeah. I put a hat inside. Yeah. I hardly it's, I see more or less nothing, <laughs> <laughs> and then he opens the mouth. Oh, uh, okay. So there's a person inside and but just a normal body and they're just the head. Oh <laughs> yeah. Has a big tail and yeah. he's very uh animalistic. Uh he's like um a bit we worked a lot a bit on the Balkan stereotype. Uh, mm. and it's it's a piece about also about love. Mm. And uh, here I got inspired. By one dog, I, I saw one dog sitting in the car, like really on the behind seat. Yeah, yeah. And he was looking, he, he looked so human. Really? So like really sitting and watching out of the window. I was like, <laughs> and I said, okay, I need to do a, this will be, I just change one character in one piece into the dog. And mm. he's coming to a bar and... He's behaving as a human, but he is peeing around and he's just oh, okay. very animalistic. Yeah. And the waiter tries to keep him in the order. Yeah. But he does not. And then he even brings his own puppet theater. He has a hand puppet theater, like in Hamlet, oh, okay. for example. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he plays his own story um, by the puppets. But now this theater and, and these stories are so adorable. I mean, but this theater, is it, uh, who is this aimed at? Who is your audience? Uh, adults. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's, we are doing for adults because, um, yeah, my, my goal still is for, for 12 years to do a horror show. I'm focusing really? on horror show. Mm. A lot of time, the horror show just goes into something else that it's not okay. horror yeah. show anymore. And also because um, I'm talking about horror show in the classical way, classical yeah. Dracula, classical 
Oh, okay. Uh, not not horror show these days with the yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but more about talking about evil spirits. Uh, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Our dark sides and and things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like um, here behind, I have. I have my Dracula. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's a, for a puppet opera show. Yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, is, what is in the mouth there? Is it his teeth? Yeah, those oh. are two teeth. It's, it's like Nosferatu, Nosferatu had these teeth together. <laughs> and this is the first Dracula movie. Then it was Dracula. Oh, and wow. I thought I found it uh, nicer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how would he sound, or, or how what would he do? Uh, how is his character? This is uh, this character comes to oh, where he is? It's a, it's about this little guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> because this little guy uh, has a mental illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, paranoia and then I create these trilogies I create stories around how he explains the his world around so mm-hmm. in the Dracula he becomes ill and he decides that it's because of vampires oh I see yeah and then he goes and tries to find this vampire that m- made him ill and then he figure out it's a woman, and then he falls in love with her. Oh, but then, okay. it, in the end, of course, he needs to kill her. So it's a bit okay. of love story also, yeah. which is also in Dracula because Dracula had this kind of mm. um, hypnotized power oh, yeah. Yeah. for yeah. the women. But I wanted to switch this role. Mm. These uh, horror uh, movies and stories, they are full of man power. Yeah. And all the monsters, all they are all men. So I thought, mm. Mm, I will just make a, a Dracula in... Uh, and a in, woman. In a yeah. woman. To give her a lot <laughs> of power. Um, oh, this is amazing. And you say now this is an independent theater? And yes. how many productions do you have a year? I try. Uh, uh, it's 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 different. Mm. One to three. Mm. Uh, I try to do now only one. Mm. To have time to also play other shows, I want to oh, yeah. keep them alive. Mm. Like a trilogy with the Moji, um, we did the first show. Then it's Dracula, and this year we are doing Frankenstein. Uh, oh, okay. Because he's so alone that he decided to make his friend or oh, a company. Okay. So, and these all three shows we play. We also play a dog show, mm. and this show it's also alive. Mm. So my wish is, of course, to play as much as possible yeah. these shows, and kind of get out of this wheel to produce new and new things. Mm. And is this, because we associate uh, puppetry with children's theatre, but Mm -hmm. 
do people uh, are people uh, surprised that it's that it's for adults or is it something very normal for people to to come to a puppet show for adults mm-hmm. you have to market it in a way that you say okay this is an adult show and we keep when you see puppets, you immediately think, okay, it's a children's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this is definitely a challenge. Um, sometimes I do it very clear. I think with the Dracula and Frankenstein, it's not so hard because the stories are so yeah, yeah. appealing. With this dog show, I think we didn't even say that it's a puppet show. It's absurd comedy. Oh, okay. Because it has also this this show. It's made of one third of live music, one third of acting, and one third of puppetry. So I just left this out. Um, and otherwise, yeah, it's it's um, I, I, in the past I was fighting, fighting, yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah and yeah. trying to explain people. No, oh, it's the puppets are great. Come and see. Yeah. Yeah. But now I just leave it. I try to focus on what I want to say and how I want to say. And I do not talk so much about how puppets are cool because I think it comes. If the yeah. show is nice, mm. then people are like, oh, wow, but this is really cool. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That There has to be the, the story should be the the main attraction basically rather than just the fact that they are puppets yeah yeah yeah. Mm. also in the also in the children's shows it would be yeah yeah i kind of yeah miss more fantasy in the children's Mm. shows but i don't I, i i don't it's it's not my uh my okay so you you don't do children's shows at all uh, I work with children. Yeah. I have a theater groups. Mm-hmm. I work in the Red Noses company in mm-hmm. the Rotenasen here mm-hmm. in Austria. So I'm, I'm basically all the time mm-hmm. with children. So I take this, my right to do, uh, oh, okay. for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <for> adults. <laughs> But yeah. it's not so. Uh, we had and we have some children, ten plus. I mm. always say to the parents that they need to decide by themselves. Okay. Because Dracula, it is a topic about death, but mm. they watch movies also. It's not yeah. like I don't know why in yeah. theater is this such a taboo. Mm. Uh, so they come and it's and it's not. Usually it's totally okay. So, but where where is your theater? Ah, in Klagenfurt. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm uh, based in. I live and I'm based in Klagenfurt from 2019. I had a theater in Slovenia for ten years, mm. eleven, yeah. Then Corona came and it was kind of. I moved before the Corona and then naturally, things just yeah went yeah. apart and. It was anyhow a lot of changes mm. in private lives during after Corona, and oh yeah, this was one of our decisions also. Um, and now I'm I'm really um, from 2019, yeah, from 2020, mm. I'm really focusing only on mm. puppetry 
before uh, we were quite diverse with the contemporary mm. dance and oh, speed okay. theater mm. and puppetry. So I really like it. Yeah. Oh, but that's amazing and, and so wonderful that you, well, you know, Corona has brought many changes, but it yeah. seems to be positive things that happened for people. The, mm. You know, despite all the negative things, many positive projects came from that. But yeah. Natia, what, what is still the wish for you? What What is the dream still? Yeah. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> yeah, I, we just, um, yeah, my wish was to, when I say I have a theater, that means that I have actually a company. There we okay. don't have yeah. space. Yeah. It does not mm -hmm. exist. Um, but uh, I was dreaming uh, to have a black box theater. Yeah, some mm -hmm. something small, cute, and mm -hmm. black because it's just it's nice to play with the lights and. And then just, I think, one month ago or two weeks ago, uh, we bought a caravan. Yeah. A Wohnwagen. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, in which we will uh, adapt it for the theater. So we will have oh, a wow. caravan, caravan puppet theater. Yeah. Which I'm totally excited, excited yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> so then you can come to Vienna as well. Yeah, we can come everywhere. Not to Indonesia or... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was uh, yeah, one of, this is one of dreams. And let's mm. see how it will uh, develop and how we yeah. will use this caravan. Uh, but it's it's it has so many potentials. Mm. And I'm so happy to have this opportunity. Yeah. Um, oh, you have to let me know when you come to Vienna. I would so love to come and watch it performance a show yeah, yeah. A show. yeah we are planning uh, to go with uh, this golden dog yeah uh, but we will see uh, yeah we are looking for the venue that oh okay us, but... yeah. well i i so hope that your wish comes true and that <laughs> everything works out because it's amazing what you do and yeah, I love your whole story. It's it's so wonderful and and so great that you came, you know, that your dad made this imagination for you or opened this uh, way of thinking, you know, this imaginary uh, Im imaginary world. Um so that's so beautiful. I love this story. Thank and you. your dad is your is your dad um does he know uh, does he watch your performances your your puppets yeah yeah he does sometimes he, he does. does also a bit of uh, scenography or oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we need some piece that we can not build it for ourselves like a table that is on the wheels and okay. that we can also lie on this table and, and... oh okay <laughs> oh that is so yeah. wonderful <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Tia, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, see you in Vienna soon. Yes, thank you for the invitation. It's a great pleasure. <laughs> it's so wonderful. <laughs> okay, have a lovely afternoon. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah.